Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films, or in this instance, it's TV again. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope you had a great New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. It's one of those wobbly days, isn't it? Very Everything needs to be steady. Steady on New Year's Day. But I hope you had a good one and a wonderful Christmas as well. Thank you, as always, for clicking on the podcast. It's available on Google, Apple, Spotify, podcasts as to rss.com uh basically wherever you get your podcasts from and uh, yeah check out the facebook page sorry joe blogs about films give us a like and a follow really appreciate anyone who's checked it out like i said over the year i did it uh, well for the most part of last year anyways it's been great fun really i've enjoyed it so thank you ever so much again for sticking with us i wasn't really sure what to talk about in this particular episode because i haven't necessarily i've not been to the cinema much unless i've been to see spider-man again a number of times uh but i'm just kind of waiting for some films coming out in the next few weeks obviously i was looking for to Morbius, which has now been postponed yet again down to April, which is annoying, but that's another story for another day. So we will eventually get to see that film. Kind of interested to see why it is that it keeps getting postponed. Obviously, I know due to COVID and such, but I almost feel like are they really wanting fans to go out and check this film? Like, there's, you know, is there going to be some kind of fan service, maybe or something? I don't know. Like, but it just has me very excited. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. Obviously, there's Scream as well in the next few weeks. That I'm looking forward to as to the tragedy of Macbeth, which is coming on Apple TV. Yeah, really looking forward to it. So fingers cross that's not a disappointment but i thought in this first episode i'd go over well here we are another marvel tv series on disney plus um and this was very much fun like i wasn't fussed about it on first announcement but here i am probably saying it's arguably one of my one of my favorites it's, it's going to talk we're going to talk about hawkeye uh, the tv series the mini series on disney plus which was full of so much like joy fun christmas spirit uh pim particle arrows trick arrows I should say and just great chemistry on screen because yeah like I really did enjoy this I, I can't say like I said that I was in particular looking forward to it like when, when we were getting like kind of behind the scenes footage and screenshots or stills of them you know filming this tv show I was a bit like yeah I'll watch it of course but I don't know if I'm like kind of very hyped for it like obviously on the back of what we've had before obviously Loki tv series was excellent obviously that kind of changed my whole opinion on the character i think it did a great job with loki one division as well was excellent falcon and the winter soldier was okay i would definitely say it's the lesser of the bunch uh but we, again some great moments in there some great storytelling but hawkeye really kind of just had everything like i, I felt like it was just wonderful very inclusive very just great grounded and and a family feel like something to enjoy over the festive period you can see i'm kind of clutching onto the festivity a little bit because yeah new year and all that jazz it's january it's the longest month forever until next payday kind of thing so i really am just kind of like just enjoying that festive feeling as much as i possibly can and, and i finished the finale on on uh, for hawkeye on christmas day which couldn't have picked a better day for it because the finale was excellent obviously I might be diving into a little bit of spoiler territory in this episode because i always say it's a little bit difficult to talk about tv without going over certain moments and such but i'm not going to regurgitate and go over episode by episode because there's things within each episode that i did enjoy and it just kind of took off obviously from episode three like I, I the first couple of episodes yeah were a little bit maybe of a slow burner but i felt that from three onwards as many people online and such and even friends i've been talking to have said it was just grand like it was so much fun i feel like the chemistry on screen like i say between jeremy renner and Haley bishop who are both absolutely wonderful in this tv show was just fantastic and then you throw in and sprinkle in some extra additional you know co-stars in vera famiga who i'm a huge fan of and alongside Florence Pugh, who, again, you know, one of the highlights, if not the biggest highlight of the Black Widow film, 
um, other than the fact we actually got, I finally got a Black Widow film. And I said in my initial review of that, that it should have come out way earlier. Like it definitely was something that they could have easily released in between Civil War and Infinity War, uh, a bit late to the party, but it still was a decent enough film. And I felt that, like I said, Florence Pugh was one of the, one of the highlights of that film. Um, like I said, there's so much other great surprises in this TV series, which we are going to go over. But like just talking about the cast there for a second, obviously the, the, the co-stars in this, everyone just seemed to do a fantastic job. The performances were absolutely 10 out of 10. I enjoyed what they did with Clint Barton. I felt that he definitely, had, he's been the most human of the of the Avengers, obviously, he's not really got any special powers himself. He's just a very good with a with a bow and arrow. He's a great archer, but I just felt that they they'd done so well with him in the film saga as it is. You know, he's always wanted to kind of retire in that sense, and this is the first time we get to kind of see that side of it where he just wants to be with his family for Christmas. And I liked it. I didn't mind it. As saying the first couple of episodes when he's not really wanting to get caught up in this world again. The thing with Hawkeye is though he's got that black cloud always hovering over him, which is the fact that he was Ronan, or I should say the black cloud that is Ronan. And this series obviously puts that to bed. Great closure for that for Clint Barton and for Hawkeye's character to kind of move on and progress. But it's not only that, but it's just how these two worlds of Kate Bishop and Clint Barton just collide and how they intertwine and become an absolute success, really, like a dynamic duo. And that's what I'm looking forward to moving forward. Like I really felt like this was going to be like Clint Barton's swan song, like he was kind of handing over the the bow, should I say, to Kate Bishop and that he would then depart at the end of the series. But where it left us, it's kind of got me excited because I really want to see more of this. I definitely want to see more of these two together because, like I say, Kate Bishop is a fantastic character. You know, this kind of always, maybe not necessarily butting heads, but, you know, kind of going against what her parents or whatever want her to do. And she's, you know, she's got her own motive, her own desire and what she wants to be, essentially wanting to be a superhero. And I think that by meeting her idol in Clint Barton, it really pushes that and amplifies that even more. Obviously not to forget that there's a whole lot of shady business going off surrounding her within her family. Vera Farmiga playing her mother, Eleanor, which like I said, I had no idea that she was going to be in this. That was a great treat and surprise for me. And just like how her family life, obviously alongside her new stepfather-to-be, Jack, like how that would how that's all shaping up to be because it, it does you do feel like it's going down one way especially with Tony Dalton's Jack's character like I don't really know too much about uh, the swordsman's character uh, comic arc sorry but I enjoyed him in this like and again it's kind of like what I, I want to see him back I want to see I, I like this kind of cheekiness that he brought to the role like he was really like love to hate character like I don't know like I I thought he was just really really well performed and well well acted I thought he was very very good in this Tony Dalton and again would love to see him come back maybe either in like the potential young avengers if they're going to do that and take on take that on from the comics who knows but yeah really enjoyed all the different layers that this brought with kate bishop and like i said by having to meet her idol it really did push her to become a potential great superhero like clint barton is like on for in terms of like a mentor i think this this guy is going to do a great job he's a family man he's a dad himself he's got potential basically it's got great potential i think those two are a fantastic duo the, the sequence at the end within the ice rink obviously with the christmas trees falling over and everything and they're just arrowing away at the tracksuit mafia excellent stuff like really was like badass like i enjoyed it so much and i feel that, that is where we should continue with these characters and Obviously, there's some great surprises in this. I'm going to talk about one big guy in particular very shortly. Um, but I also felt, like they said, with the Tracks with Mafia, that whole storyline of how they kind of are, are within that Ronan world and how that's still, again, a part of the Black Cloud that is Ronan. You know, Alequa Cox, who plays Maya Lopez, was absolutely fantastic in this, and she had her own motive, her own desire, but also it was kind of borderline obsession. But everything around her world as well was kind of crumbling, like things weren't as what they were seeming, like people that she trusted were then obviously 
turning out to be essentially just corrupts in their own right as well. And it really does kind of lead to some kind of painful decisions and emotional kind of fight sequences between her and obviously her best friend who's played by Fra Fee. Uh, his character was called Kazi in the, in the show. There's just a lot going off in this, but the thing I liked the most was probably the fact that it was set at Christmas. Like it was this joy, like the, everything just felt so merry and so like very like holiday spirit. And and for me at the festive at the festive time because it came out in November, I was like all for this. Like I remember watching this and so the first couple of episodes I thought were okay. My favorite episode, well my favorite one of my favorite sequences was seeing the. Um, seeing the Battle of New York from an alternative perspective, from a young Kate Bishop's perspective, you know, this little girl witnessing this alien invasion and obviously heroes saving the day. I loved seeing that alternative viewpoint from that and it's something that I do like in superhero films when they do touch upon that because it does kind of just, again, add another different dynamic to her character but also to us as audience because I, I absolutely love seeing that kind of stuff. Like, I was all for that. And you can see why she aspires to be the next Hawkeye, at least Clint Barton is her favourite Avenger from that moment. You know, he's the one that she sees first. Maybe if she'd have seen someone else, it would have been different. But that's what shapes her up as a character. That's what builds her and moulds her as a character moving forward. It's just great. Like I say, it was so much fun. The chemistry I've already mentioned between Jeremy Renner and Hayley Stanfield was just like, it was almost like they'd done this forever. Like, I thought that they were just great together on screen just a joy to watch at time like and, and credit to the script writers obviously behind the scenes of this because it, it was it flowed beautifully and it was believable it was a believable relationship that blossomed over the course of six episodes you know this guy we've got Clint Barton that is just wanting to go home not bothered about obviously he just he obviously wants to go home to his to his to his family and such but the fact that this run and situations crept up again obviously thanks to Kate Bishop and her like taking the suit and you know almost getting killed by the tracksuit mafia kind of thing it, you know, it's something that he's like, right, I need, need to sort this out first before I can do anything else. And then it kind of goes from not wanting Kate Bishop's help or even accepting her as a potential partner, as a potential ally, to them becoming a great partnership together. And it, and it, and it works, and it's that acceptance that that moment when Hawkeye does say to her that line, you're my partner at the end of the day, like whatever, whatever line he says, and I'm just paraphrasing there, it's a great moment between the two characters, and it means a lot to Kate Bishop, but it also just shows you how much... Obviously, Hawkeye's grown over these films, but in this particular series, it's just a great shift for his character, a great moment for those two together. And that's why I enjoyed that side of the story. And then you throw in the fact that Yelena, Florence Pugh's character, is coming after him for the death of Natasha. It's like Clint Barton's worlds are just... What could go possibly wrong for him is technically going all wrong, basically. Everything that could go wrong is going wrong for him. Like, everything around him, it's almost like everything he touches is just falling apart kind of thing. He's just kind of, like, wanting to end a certain chapters of his life. And sadly for him, obviously, as well with Natasha, it's still kind of an emotional and raw part of his life. You know, he lost his best friend, obviously, when, when they were trying to get the, the Soul Stone back, obviously, in Endgame. You know, she sacrificed herself so he can have this life that he's got now. He can have his family back, obviously, it's something that he will probably never be able to get over. And the fact that obviously Yellen is blaming him for that, it obviously it's going to create some some real, real heartache. And I feel that the both of them, you know, were so well again on screen with that. Like Florence Pugh is amazing. Like she's so good in this role. Great, great, great on screen and some fantastic humorous moments between her and Kate Bishop. And I love the fact that she was always calling her by a full name and such as well. I thought that was a great little touch as well. And very Yellen, but Florence Pugh is excellent in this. And I feel that again, that's something, another another like character development for her to be able to kind of realize that Clint didn't kill her sister. Obviously, yes, obviously in some level he was responsible for her demise, but not in the sense that she's blaming him for. And I think there's a lot of closure and a lot of different things for each character within this TV show. Obviously Clint Barton, Yelena and to Kate Bishop, there's a lot of things going off that they're trying to tackle and, and, and just 
put to bed, you know. But it really leaves us on a great trajectory for where these characters can go. I'm very excited to see what's going to happen next with these characters because I feel that there was so it was just everything was well just just well done. You know what I mean? Like really well done. A few things I want to say about the TV show as well that I enjoyed were some great cinematography and great use of camera work. There's like a one take shot in the back of a car when there's a car chase going off and the camera's just rotating around. We're seeing different action sequences and set pieces of this this car chase, which was absolutely fantastic. I love those kind of things. I'm always like yes when we see something as good as that. I think it was just very well. Just very well caught on camera and that again just all in all just fantastically just amazing i already touched about the ending sequences or even the the final showdown i should say in the ice rink again just all in all just fantastic to say whether it was trick arrows or just pulling punches it was real fun and that's the thing there's some great humility within clint barton as a character like he is a genuine like father figure or just a genuine like dad you know what i mean like he's yes he's obviously a hero and you know, we've learned as we've gone on through these Avengers films, obviously about his family, especially when we first revealed in Avengers 2. But like, he just feels the most human out of everyone, especially when he does that live action role play sequence when he's trying to get the Ronan costume back. My God, I was in hysterics. I thought it was great. I thought, again, use of slow-mo in that as well was just excellent. Like it was an actual battle, but obviously we're just playing with like foam swords or whatever. I just, I just loved it. I feel like Jamie Renner, this has been like one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite things I've seen Hawkeye in. Obviously I know it's his TV series, but you know what I mean? Like out of all the, t- out of all the films he's been in, I feel like Hawkeye TV series has done his character some great, just great justice, really. I feel like it was so good. Uh, made me appreciate the character even more. And that's not for me to say, like, oh, I didn't really rate him as, as like one of the background, one of the one of the one of the group members of the Avengers. I just feel like he's not a forgotten man. It's just he's he's always there. You know what I mean? Like, but making this TV show solely on him and you know bringing Kate Bishop in, I just feel like it's done the character so much more. Like I've enjoyed it a whole lot more. And also kind of like I said, going back to that like humility and human touch of Hawkeye, you know, we kind of get to see, you know, the the, the side effects and the and the, the, the consequences of being a superhero, obviously an Avenger, you know, he's obviously got hearing problems now and a great work of use of sound within this as well, obviously by cutting in and out and such. And, you know, that, that kind of bringing in, Again, that consequence of what it's like to be a superhero. And also just after fights and stuff when he's like kind of putting like loads of like ice and or just bags of peas or whatever over him. It's just again, he's not a superhero kind of thing. He's not, you know, got a special serum or anything. He's just a guy. So again, I really like what they did with this character in this. I feel like they that what we knew about him, it was taken and then made much more as well. And I just really, really enjoyed Jeremy Renner in this as Clint Barton. I enjoyed everyone. Obviously, I already mentioned the big guy. It was fantastic to see Kingpin make an appearance, Vincent Donafrio. Could be pronouncing that terribly wrong. I don't know, but still, I absolutely love him as Kingpin. Daredevil was one of my favorite Marvel TV series. As Daredevil and the Punisher series, I wasn't too. I did. I, well, I enjoyed the Jessica Jones and the Luke Cage seasons. Never touched Iron Fist, but you can hate me for that another day. But yeah, Daredevil obviously was the best of the Netflix bunch. Like it was really, really excellent, like really good. And no one was perfectly cast at, other than obviously Charlie Cox as Daredevil, but Vincent D'Onofrio as as the Kingpin is just a fantastic piece of casting, you know what I mean? Like, he can't be recast. So to make him canon and make him part of the MCU was just fantastic to see. Like, I know he was only in, like, I would say, like, a little bit, well, the end of the episode five and majority of episode six, but he just nails it all the time when he's on screen. He's got that presence that really makes you feel a bit like, oh, my God, he could flip at any moment and he could really start, you know, breaking skulls kind of thing. So I really liked, again, having him on this and within this. And, again, we need to have more kingpin i'm hoping that this will push him further into the mcu and we'll be able to get you know him in some of the feature films obviously there's a question of whether he survived or died at the end of the series but you can't kill off the kingpin after bringing him in just like that you know what i mean like it's not going to happen let's be let's be serious let's be frank for a second there's not going to be the end of the kingpin like without a shadow of a doubt but it was just really really great to see him 
on screen again. So yeah, I, I absolutely thought this TV series was brilliant. I, I've kind of glossed over pretty much all of it, but there was some some great fun moments in this. Make sure you do check it out because they say it's got some great moments and great, yeah, just really fun, like really fun and some great action set pieces. So yeah, very, very good job all in all. Another great Disney Plus TV show. There's a ton more that to look forward to as well for Disney and uh, and sorts. So yeah, thumbs up from this guy. Out of 10, I'm going to give this like a seven and a half, pushing eight maybe. I think it was just very much, just very well done. Yeah, six episodes was perfect, perfect amount. But this, yeah, on episode 46 of Joe Blogs About Films, is my review on Hawkeye. Have you seen it? What did you think? Again, get in touch on Facebook, Joe Blogs About Films. Just search that. But thank you ever so much, as always, for listening. Until next time, take care.